Anthony on Air Podcast back for another episode with more Ghislaine Maxwell news. We've got a follow up on this document dump that we're expecting. Virginia Jufri's lawyers have gotten into the mix. We'll tell you what they said. Plus, TMZ's newsroom is being called a hotbed for racism, misogyny, and verbal abuse, according to ex-employees. So we'll dive right into that. Here are some future ex-employees of the Anthony on Air podcast. That's Frankie C. and Jay Sabs. What's going on? That's that's nice of you. Very sweet. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> so um, Maxwell filed an appeal uh, in July to keep this document dump from happening. She's been trying to do this, her and her lawyers. They say it's going to infringe on, infringe on her right to a fair trial. Uh, they're saying that there are far too many intimate details in this um, deposition that she did for this prior case with Virginia Jufri, which is interesting to me because, I, you know, you'd think that you would invoke your right like uh, Maxwell did and that like, uh, Epstein did. We saw him do that in a lot of footage. He's like always taken the fifth and, you know, whereas I guess she just answered a bunch of questions and put some details out there that are now going to come back to bite her in the rear end. I just, I don't know. I find that to be a little bit interesting. Anyway, uh, so the most recent news is Jufri's attorneys filed a motion and they're arguing that um, the fact that she's claiming that this is going to infringe her rights is bunk. That's just, it's garbage. They said, and I quote here, cases holding pretrial publicity to be sufficiently prejudicial to a defendant's criminal trial have typically occurred in small communities and not in large cities such as New York. They added that a number of trials in the past decades have drawn intense media coverage but have nonetheless been tried. Uh, they cited the trials of former mobbed-up labor leader Jimmy Hoffa and murderer and cult leader Charles Manson to prove the point. So basically, they bring in Hoffa and Manson and say, these guys had a lot Not of buzz. Best arguments. These guys had a lot of buzz going on about them, and this thing still went to trial. So, what? Why is Ghislaine Maxwell well, to be treated any differently? It's going to go to trial, no matter what. But I kind of get the fact that I don't think everything should be in the, out in the public yet, because yeah, they still have to pick a jury. I mean, if everything's out in the public, then then people are making up their minds before they even walk in the courtroom. Right. I but mean, what they're uh, yeah, saying, I think everything should be public. But after it's all done. Right. But what they're saying is that might be the case in small town USA. But in New York City, you you're definitely going to find people that have no idea about this trial, have no clue what's going on that are going to get picked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe, but your chances are are are, are getting smaller every day. That In you twelve stuff. with twelve I mean, million people, they, no way. They, like, there's first of all, we're into it because we're into it. The people that are watching and listening to podcasts are into it because they're into it. There's a ton of people that are not into it that could care less that are that that's don't even true. know this is happening. Yeah, that's like, true. Like Biden. But... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I wish her well. Excuse me. You're, you're, you're fake news. Who are we talking? Who, um, who are we wishing well? I don't even. Know. Wishing well. Who's that? Um, I find no, it I, hard. No. Go ahead, no. Janine. How? You just. You got. It. I'm sorry. 
like what these guys said, even though like according to viewers, I'm not supposed to agree with them, but I do agree with you guys. How are you going to find people who don't know anything about this case? Well, I think you're going to find people who have heard of Ghislaine Maxwell and that's okay. But I think you're going to find a lot of people that have no clue what these, what the details are about all of this stuff. You know, like yeah, obviously you people know are going to that she's tied to Epstein in some way. And that's already a that's already a lot of information. And you, people are leaning one way or another. You know, it's, that's hurting her. Yeah, you know, no, it, it, chances. It is. Like I said, you're going to you're going to have people that have heard of her and heard of Epstein. That's going to happen. But they're not going to it's not. The, the defense is going to have to work around that is what they're saying. Basically, the point that they're making here is. Hoffa's lawyers and Manson's lawyers had to work around these things. You know, people are going to press is going to write articles. News stories are going to come out. That's all the things that defense attorneys have to contend with when they're going to trial or when documents and information is going to be released to the public. Because on the other conversely, on the other side of this is you have this massive conspiracy to cover up as much of this as possible and protect the people in power that were partaking in these sex acts right. and other acts, you know, and you need to release as much of that information out as possible to expose those people or ex get all the truth out that you possibly can. Because if not, then they're going to keep as much as they can as quiet as they yeah, can. Yeah, that's true. But if let's say uh, the, Joe Schmo is, you know, implicated in this. I'm sorry. There we go. I'll be go back. Ahead. I'm back. All right. So let's say Joe Schmo is implicated in this whole thing. Now, if if that's the case, and we all know who Joe Schmo is, um, why wouldn't the authorities just go get him and arrest him? I mean, why does it have to be made public? You know, just go and arrest him. Yeah, we should know about it. But if it's gonna if it's gonna affect the whole trial and the case and everything. Don't make it all the information public until it's over. But it's hard, though. That's the whole problem. Look, even with OJ, like, look at that whole thing, too. Well, the, the trial was televised. I mean, the trial was a couple it's of months after he was arrested. It was pretty quick. Was I mean, it? if we're going to televise the trial, fine. I mean, he was arrested June of, of uh, 94, I think. And I think the trial started in September, if I'm right. So according to the remember, something like that. According to what they the lawyers submitted here, they say, and I quote, the fact that a case receives enormous publicity does not by itself establish error, nor does conceded massive publicity automatically translate into prejudice. Maxwell's lawyers are saying the media has all but convicted Maxwell. Uh, in her criminal case, but the other lawyers are saying it does not. I agree with the other lawyer. Like I look, like I said, like we all feel that way. Like we feel she's guilty. We, you know, because we were looking at certain things. And but those jurors are going to get in there, and they're going to have to make those decisions beyond a reasonable doubt. And they're going to be reminded of that every single day. And both sides are going to have to pick. Both sides pick the jury. They have to agree on the jurors, so they're going to get jurors they want on there no matter what oh yeah they're gonna get the right people but all i'm saying is is this is just making it harder it's just probably gonna drag it out and be a longer so process you're on because... galane maxwell's side is what you're saying no to us here? no Goodness. i am not what i am saying i know what you're saying is that 
is that the more information that gets released, the more bias people will, will get, the more their minds will be made up already uh, before right. going in, I think. I mean, I think it's, it's an ongoing case. The fact of the matter is, is, is it not that? Yes, yes, it is. But this information is from a prior deposition. So she's stated this in a room with people. She's said this information, right? So there are people that know about it. You start to get grand conspiracies when you conceal stuff like this. The way you, that you avoid that is by releasing this information. That's how you avoid it. Now you can say like, oh, they stopped... They stopped this from being a part of the trial or they stopped that from being a part of a trial and it's not fair to the victims. You eliminate. And that's what I think that the judge is trying to do by releasing this information, you know, is is you're eliminating that possibility. You're being as transparent as a legal system as you possibly can be. Sure. But does like do we have to know all the details yes. until it's. Yeah. Until it's uh, over. And, and I don't decide. know if you know this, but my name is on the podcast. Like if I have every. That's, that's true. I have every right to know about this. Every, yeah. No, you do. <laughs> we all do, I guess. But the, the, my point is that it's just. It's not like everybody can just start their own podcast, Frank. You, I went I through rigorous, uh, a rigorous process to get this. That's true. You are highly qualified. <laughs> um, no, but I understand it. It's got to be uh, made public and everybody, we're all following along with it. Um, it's just now the three of us wouldn't make good jurors. Um, excuse no. me? Yeah. On this yes, particular case. And I'm sure most, if not all the people watching this or listening to this, are, are, they're probably not going to be good jurors. You know, but, I mean, you, uh, the I three of us. to be a juror. The th you would love to be a jury. Me too. I want to. I be. love jury duty on this case. Not on yes, this on case. case. <laughs> I love jury duty. You could sign up. I think. I know. I probably should do that. Right. <laughs> it's the show. Go for it. Back to your point, though, Frank. The three of us and everybody watching and listening would never get picked for this jury. We're too exactly into it. It would be. It's got to be the. It's got to be the, the guy and the girl who maybe reads the paper, you know, probably skips over this yeah. stuff, could care less. All know. I'm saying is it's going to take a little longer to find. Yes, it, you're, you're making it. You're correct. You're making it much more complicated to find people that don't know about the case. But to their point, which I think is a good one in a city of 30,000 in a town of 30,000 people versus a city of 12 million people. There's a lot of anonymity that lives in that 12 million. You, you know, you could do a lot of things. You know, if you walked out yeah. a town of 30,000 people and took your clothes off and, and peed behind a car, everybody would know about it and be talking about it. In New York City, this happens every five minutes and nobody cares. Right. That's true. That's true. That is a good point. No, so, I, I get it. They're going to find people for this jury. There's only 12 people and however many alternates or whatever. Yeah. But. They'll find them. It's it's just going to be a longer process. But I guess they have to go through this process. That's the way it's set up. And that's what it's going to be. Um, so it is what, it, what it's supposed to be. And that's the way they're doing it. They're doing it the right way is what I'm saying. So the judge, I think, made the right decision. Get the information out there. Um, I mean, you can't you can't keep it under wraps. I get it. Uh, we're, by the way, oh, just about a week and a half away from this release, which is exciting. Uh, and Maxwell has said, Maxwell's lawyers have said that the deposition contains 
quote, intimate, sensitive, and personal information, end quote, whose release would cause irreversible negative publicity. I can't wait. What? Against whom? Against her. What could it be? I mean, I can't even imagine what's actually in there and what it could be. But so, I mean, it's stuff about her. So it's, if it's, False, then it, it shouldn't cause. No, it's not false. It's that she has said it. Like I said, she it's her deposition. So the things that she oh, has so said. Too Frank bad. You, you, that's what it is. Which is amazing to me because, again, she could have taken the fifth as most people do in these situations, you know? So it's kind of surprising that she didn't do that. Uh, before we get to the TMZ story, I do, I like jury duty. I oh, could I see Janine why you're excited about it, but here's what I, I get caught up in. I, I get a little, I get nervous about like, you know, like I had to go, I, I had to go one time and they settled right before we were about to start. But I got to the point where I was like, oh man, I got to pay attention now. And what if I, what if I make it to sit? Cause I tend to daydream. I'm like, I'm going to daydream for 45 minutes, miss a huge chunk of something and cost the trial of, you know. Meanwhile, it was like a little motorcycle accident. Who gives a crap? But, uh, you know, still, I thought it was like the trial of the century. It's hard for me because I can't sit still for a fucking 40 minutes over here. (laughs) They'd be like, uh, juror number six, why are you making all those faces? Why are you? (laughs) Right. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Get her out of this room. Do you need to be the only juror that'd be like... (laughs) Oh, your, your honor, objection. No, oh, no, he didn't. Be like, uh, juror number six, <laughs> please. Can we please? Keep it down. <laughs> um, the last time I did it, um, everybody voted guilty except me. Is that right? And it, it was uh, a car accident. And I don't know if I was partial because I knew exactly where the car accident was. Mm-hmm. But everybody was trying to convince me to say not guilty. So was it like twelve angry men? Did you did you slowly convince everybody? <laughs> Obviously. Hey, that was <laughs> go. No, um, I guess because like only four had to say yes. They could, they said he was guilty. Um, but I was so mad. But they were they were trying for like two hours for me to say not guilty, and I was like. I mean, why would they, if they only needed four? If they only needed four, why would they care what you said? We didn't know until we went into the room. So Ah. you you didn't think it was his fault? You didn't think the guy was guilty of doing whatever, causing the accident? Nope. But it didn't matter. He still got guilty because they only had to have a certain amount. It didn't have to be unanimous. Um, He still got guilty. Yeah. So what, what was he, you know, what his sentence was or? Basically, like two cars sideswiped each no, no, no. other. What was what was his penalty? Oh. They didn't even tell us. Oh. I think we so had to probably, like, say a number the for the girls' injuries. Yeah, it's usually so it's usually yeah. just injuries. It's not like a big major uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. That was that was uh, one thing. The last one before that was um, like the big courthouse in Brooklyn, and that was a federal case. Yeah. Ooh. Those are big. That was cool. Those but yeah, never been so on a jury. Oh my God. 
used to be so much easier to, to, to get out of it. Like I, the last time I went, I was like, I'm on the radio and I talk about everything. And they're like, no, that's okay. They're like, but you can't talk about this. I'm like, yeah, but I might talk about this though. I was like, I'm probably going to talk about it. Like, well, you can't talk about it. <laughs> I'm like, but I'm a little difficult. <laughs> yeah. I'm tweeting about it right now. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to listen to you. I was like, I, I also don't like what, what nationality is the defendant? What religion and nationality is he? Oh yeah. That, I don't like those people. I can't stand those Good. people. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, they're Italian. Oh, yeah, I hate Italian. Oh, the worst. Then I have really a lot of experience in this area. Let me tell you, I really can't stand those people. <laughs> nope. Um, so uh, TMZ's newsroom is a hotbed for racism, misogyny, and verbal abuse, ex-employees say to BuzzFeed News. Again, so BuzzFeed, isn't BuzzFeed and TMZ like competitors? Join Oh, I thought they were. Sort of. I, thought they were I thought they were owned by the same thing. I don't know. Basically, there's uh, this is uh, what's his name, Harvey Levin. I right. cannot stand this guy with his stupid water bottle, and he sips on it, and they're in the office. Let's get a couple of preconceived things out of the way. I hate TMZ with a passion. Oh, I can't stand them. They're the worst. <laughs> The, everything from the da -da 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 in the beginning of the videos to the watermarks. Okay, we get it. You're first on the scene. I understand. And then he sits there in the office sipping his stupid water all the time. Like, how could you be this thirsty that you need water all the time? It's not water. And you're stupid. Not only mug. that, I what, hate the mug. What I hate about it. I hate is it, right in the beginning of the show. He writes like a topic on on a, yes. a whiteboard that number one doesn't come out clearly like the marker is always like half there's like no ink in the marker and he's so he just goes like this he writes whatever it is and then it's never referred to ever again is that right that and whiteboard is seen on? in the first five seconds he draws on it he writes a word he'll write kardashians and then you'll never see that whiteboard again i just hate the whole show the way it's paced and okay here's the thing that i really this is the thing that kills me the most the zooming like stop with the aggressive zooming. Like, look at how crazy we are. We're zooming in. We're zooming out. We're zooming in. We're oh, they're saying it's like I got, got vertical. constant motion. Yeah, I can't like just just point a camera. You know, just point a camera. I Fun like fact about TMZ. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I like this like laid back office idea for a show. I like that, but they just like took it to this umpteenth degree with the zooming and all the things. And then the other guy's always sitting. I don't know who his Paul Schaefer is, but I, I, I don't like him either. He's nicer. Like I noticed when he hosts, I like the show a little bit better. There's something about this. What's his name again? Harvey Levin's face. That's very punchable to me. Very, very punchable. But He's go ahead. Bag. He's kind of like a douchebag, right? Like he, he is. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't mind douchebags as long as they acknowledge it. He seems like the type that will never acknowledge what a huge doucher he actually is. I do have to say this. The show used to be better years ago, 10 years ago. Now it's horrible. I can't watch it. What's and changed? I used to be a big fan. I don't know. Just oh. I think the but, topics have changed. We used to be interested in the people they were talking about way maybe more that's it. 10 years ago. And now we're like, who the hell is that? Right. Well, once TMZ actually called me. What? And I swear to you. Um, because I was tagged in a photo with uh, an American Idol contestant from our old neighborhood. 
Oh, so they were calling me to get dirt on her. Did they really? Swear to God. Is that true? That's unbelievable. What did they ask you? They got my number from Facebook. Did you tell her? Did you tell them that I no. slept with her? Because <laughs> you would really well. They called it. me and they were like, "Hi, this is blah 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 from TMZ," and I'm like, "What? Are you kidding me?" Because I used to be a big fan back then. And they were like, "No, this is um, blah blah from TMZ. Could you have a few minutes to talk about your friend, Pia Toscano?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" I still thought it was a joke. Mm-hmm. And then she kept going on and on. And I was like, I'm not telling you anything. Bye. What was she asking you? She wanted to know dirt on her. Dirt. Like, but I bet she didn't say, give me dirt. I bet she said, what was she like? What were her? I bet she was all sweet about it. Was she seeing anybody? Her love life. Yes, exactly. Tell me about her love life. Yeah, I could see that. And they called two of my other friends, too. That's how I knew it wasn't a joke. So you but didn't yeah, mention for me. you didn't mention that Pia and I were involved in a radical threesome <laughs> with Frank. No, I didn't mention that. A group orgy where I was the only yeah, man yeah. there. Just to clarify, <laughs> it was a big American yeah, Idol orgy. You didn't tell Does her. You didn't t- tell her about Pia and I's affinity for uh, glass coffee tables, did you? Oh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> That was a call back to the last Go back episode. to the last, last podcast. <laughs> Please do that. Um, but does it surprise you about this team, about TMZ? Not at all. No, does it surprise me? No, it doesn't. And and here's the thing: like, again, I, I mean, I only worked in radio in New York City, so I, I I never really worked in TV or one of these BuzzFeed places that are like out for scoops and all all the time, but you there's i worked with all nice people and again there was a big thing that the place that i worked at i never saw it it was mostly after i had already left and i don't really talk about it because i I had not i don't i never saw it i didn't say nothing to do with it so i'm not going to talk about it but i can see i can see how these things do happen because you're looking at very competitive people that are all fighting for every single inch of space in that to get in front of that camera and do that thing. You know, I'm sure there's honorable, nice people at TMZ, but a lot of them are doing really kind of crummy work. Like you just said, calling up, give me the dirt, all that. Exactly. Kind of like that's not the most morally compassed of people, you know? No. So no. that when you put all those people together, you're going to get a nasty little reaction, to be honest with you. It's like working at a car dealership. What'd you say? (laughs) It's like working at a car dealership. (laughs) Is that what working at a car dealership is like? (laughs) Or I don't know. Or on Wall Street. What were you gonna say, Frank? On Wall Wall Street, I could believe Wall Street. Wall Street's the same thing. It's it's a pack of hungry wolves. This is all like a pack of hungry wolves. You put them in a room together. They're gonna bite each other to get that that dinner. You know. I think there should be more. I think tougher laws on the books for paparazzi. Like, I I know you can't be on the ground. Like people photograph people over walls and through fences. Yeah, it's disturbing. You know, it's like there should be like a. I did that. You did that. Well, when I used to work in the city, I used to get all these pictures of people. Um, I did sell a picture. Pictures of people is fine. 
but like yeah, when but... you're like camped out on in their driveway oh yeah that's ridiculous you know going through their garbage and stuff this that's kind of that's shady bullcrap there should oh. be laws with that i don't know I, I'm Maybe I'm with you. I, I feel like sometimes like there should be some privacy like the, those airport walks. I never really I hated, you know, but here's the thing, though, like you're like, leave this person alone. They just got off a plane. But then you go to find out that like, you know, after a little while <laughs> they were scheduling those things. You know what I mean? Yeah, how else would they know they're there? Yeah, because because they were because they love the the publicity after Michael Jackson died. That TMZ was made. They that was the big break oh, yeah. and the big scoop that they got first, and they rode that wave, and that was it. And then once they had all those eyes, then everybody who despised TMZ was like, "Get away from me at the airports." Was like, "Hey, by the way, you know who's coming in on the, th- the four fifteen uh, is so and so." And then that, and then they would get the little publicity for their movie. I mean, it's no, you know. Nope. It's no surprise when you don't see celebrity for seven months and then all of a sudden they're on TMZ and then two weeks later their movie's out. Like, I mean, it's, it's not, you know, that's how you can right. tell. Um, but anyway, BuzzFeed News spoke to uh, one current and 23 former TMZ employees who came out, uh, who came forward after an ex-colleague filed a lawsuit against the news site's parent companies, Warner Brothers Entertainment and EHM Productions alleging gender discrimination and retaliation. A TMZ spokesperson called the claims a blatant attempt to use negative publicity and inaccurate claims to force a monetary settlement. One current employee told BuzzFeed News that the culture of TMZ is that of unchecked abuse of power, starting with the men in charge. They also said there are hardly any women in senior roles at TMZ and that the company hires people of color because they know that they need to as opposed to appreciating and valuing them. If you're not talking about the rights of black people, if you're talking about misogyny, if you're talking about equality amongst everyone, it's never reflected in the workplace, said one employee. Quote, we are reporting on all of that stuff, but we're not doing it ourselves, end quote. Now, wouldn't this be the biggest argument against the main street, main street, mainstream left leaning media. I mean, this is every conservative's problem with the media. Every one of them. It's everybody's problem with the media. I mean, I think it should be. I, I think it should be a lot of people's concerns because I've definitely seen a lot of this. We're not uh, practicing what we preach. I think that is definitely an issue. Sure. I mean, I don't think that's a, mainstream media problem that's a media problem uh yeah, well yes yeah I, w- I would say yeah i would agree with that however you want to position yeah. it like we saw you know who the, the, matt lauer like matt lauer exactly. would, yeah that's another one would go out and take on all these guys and then look what this guy had you know in his little closet you know i mean it's like that stuff drives me crazy i actually locked eyes with matt matt lauer once ruined one of my photographs really pissed me off what you ever tell you this story no you were getting a picture of yourself and you walked in i I go to play i go to where i'm playing in the celebrity softball game out in east hampton right so ray kelly just you know me and all the other celebrities you know just doing celebrity things hanging out uh me 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 and Ray, Ke- Ray Kelly, the former police commissioner of New York City, also went to uh, the high school that Frank and I went to. So I go, 
somebody, I forget how it happened, but the alumni knew about they. Somebody emailed me and was like, hey, it would be great if you and Ray Kelly could take a picture to send to our thing. Okay, cool, no problem. So I tell Ray, yeah, you want to take a picture for the, the Alumni Association? He's like, yeah, cool. So he was a, an umpire. Matt Lauer was an umpire. I was on the mic and doing things. So I, the one chance I had to do it, he was talking to Matt. And I go, do you want to, let's grab that picture now on the field before we forget. He goes, all right, cool. I go, Matt, you want to take the picture? Yeah. With an iPhone. I don't know how he did it, but he takes one picture and it was so like white balanced, like whited out. You could barely see the outline of of our thing. And the inning was about to start. So he hands, he's like, oh, it's a good one. He hands it back to me and I go look at it later. And it's this big white blob of like, you could barely see it. And I'm like, how, <laughs> fuck, like how you can't operate an iPhone. I don't even know how to this day. I don't know how he did it. He had to take the picture staring into the sun, but the sun had right. to be behind you guys. Uh, I don't know. It might have been. I don't know. And then I ran into him at a deli another time. And we had this like awkward little like it was after all this, the stuff came out about him. Oh, yikes. I must have been shooting him a look or something. He wasn't like afraid, but we definitely like exchanged a glance. And and I was like, I'm not like I, I'm not excited to see you like, I, you know, first of all, you ruined my picture. Second of all, you're a big hypocrite. And I'm equally upset hey, about both. I, you should switch those. Yeah, I think you number one should be the hypocrite thing. Well, it, that was a really it was going to be a nice stuff. A I'd nice be more picture. bad about the picture. Yeah, it was going to be a nice I, picture. And it's from my alumni association. I mean, there's a lot. There was a lot there. There was a lot of thing going on. Mm. Uh, anyway, uh, the new group of ex-employees, most of whom asked to remain anonymous for fear of retribution, said that despite TMZ's reputation, the same kind of reckoning that has taken place at other media outlets has yet to hit the website's newsroom. A former this Warner sounds Brothers sounds like another Ellen problem. Yeah, right. a former Warner Brothers employee said, "Quote: How they treat women in a demeaning manner transcends how they represent women on their site. The two go hand in hand." That's true. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, scantily clad women. But there are a lot of scantily clad men, I feel, but not, definitely not as many as women. Definitely Former not. employees said that Levin and other executive producers screamed and cursed at them on a regular basis. Former employees also said Levin called people, quote, retarded and <sighs> morons and made comments like taking talking to you guys is like talking to a room full of special ed kids. And quote, my dog takes man. better direction than you do. Sounds what, like someone I used to work for. So, you know what drives uh, me crazy about this too? Obviously, like, here's my thing. Like, I don't, I don't think people should be getting screamed at the office. I've been screamed at before. I I didn't like feel like I don't know. It didn't bother me too much. Looking back on some of them, I kind of felt like, you know what? You deserve to get screamed at a little bit there. That was, that was you probably, you know. I can't imagine screaming at someone like an employee. If I had a group of people, I could, I could imagine, you know, uh, talking to them and being like, you know, you did something wrong. This is messed up. But screaming at them. What does that do? Oh, yes. that just That's insane. How do you get to that level? The weird thing is, is like, I feel like. On the one hand, like, I feel like this is the overall, like, softness. Like, I feel like we're getting a little too soft here. But on the same hand, I don't think that people should be getting screamed at, you know? But like I said, I didn't 
I didn't personally take it like, you know, like bad, but, but I, I understand it. But I think today you can't really get away with too much. Not that you should be getting away with anything. I'm just saying a lot of people will hide under these things to not like kind of do their work. You know what I mean? And that, that I don't think is a good thing, but that being said, um, I, you look at these comments and I just, I see more than anything, a person that thinks that they're funny and entertaining and really is not. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like this guy, he thinks, yeah. he thinks he is the, the most interesting, entertaining person. And yeah. he is the biggest hack I have ever seen in my entire life. And he's not, yeah, he thinks funny. he's a personality. He thinks he's a stand up comic or something. He can get away with saying stuff like that. But at the end of the day, he's a boss. He's running a business and is a, you know, a building full of people that he has to take care of. And when he talks to people like that, there's consequences. You can't, you know, you can't say stuff like that to people. I agree. Once you say something like that to me, I lose all respect for you. It's over. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And in one of my jobs, uh -oh. I was yelled at and screamed at and Nope. Sorry. Yeah, I wouldn't stand for and that today. And about ridiculous things. Yeah, I wouldn't stand for that today. But uh, but uh, like I said, I've been screamed at in the past, and I probably deserved it, you know. Um, but I, I won't stand for anybody raising my. And I could see how it, I could see how it would hurt other people. I'm saying not. It didn't hurt me. I think I deserved right. it a little bit. Um, but uh, you know, I could see I could how see that. you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I could see you deserving a good yelling you, every now and then you have this this way that that you, you would like you do something and you like it's one of those uh, ask for forgiveness you know just do it and ask for forgiveness later yeah. but then you'll forget to ask for forgiveness Oops. like like one time no all right one time when I was working for the Islanders Eddie Olchuk who was coaching the Penguins at the time screamed at me in front of a whole bunch of people and i think <gasps> i was smiling at him because i was like i can't believe eddie olchuk is screaming at me this is awesome <laughs> <laughs> this is the best moment of my life but it wasn't it didn't bother me because it wasn't my fault like the printer wasn't working like i don't run the you know oh, like on. that wasn't my fault but he was so pissed he was so pissed so once i got so yelled at frank's wall all right, well, I want to hear I, nothing. I, I just I smiled and walked away from him. And then I think afterwards he said, like, hey, I'm sorry. After the game, he was like, hey, yeah, I'm sorry about that. And I was OK, like, good. He, at least he apologized. Right? Yeah. He was like, I'm it probably sorry. Don't don't sue me. He, yeah. He's like, it probably wasn't your fault. And I was like, it wasn't. All <laughs> right. Don't talk about this on radio. But I'm sure Janine's <laughs> I'm sure Janine's is more uh, interesting. Well, it's what just one of many. I got yelled at for bringing almost bad. Wait, sorry. I got yelled at for not bringing almost bad bananas on a road trip. For not bringing See, almost now, bad but Oh, so the bananas were almost going bad, and you chose not to bring them, and you got yelled at for that. Now, does yeah. this have anything to do with the Frank that, that Frank has bananas hanging behind him? <laughs> it just reminded me of the story. That is a weird coincidence. That is a strange coincidence. <laughs> I you, mean, like on top of someone's lungs really what were they what was he saying what were they saying first of all that was sexist frank that you would assume it was a man but i'm sorry i apologize exactly. to everybody for frank why do you think it it's a, a male because it's a man men, men are dumb <laughs> go ahead what did you, what, <laughs> was it a man 
The person said, Was it a man? Can you hand me? <laughs> she said, The person. <laughs> Come on. She's going to let you hang out there now. It was a man. Okay. Good. Can you pass me a banana? I didn't bring the bananas. They were like going to bed. What the fuck do you mean you didn't bring the bananas? Really? Ba- was it a banana company you were working for? Because otherwise, that's uncalled for. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't know the fine I mean, folks over at Chiquita Banana to be like that. That's very surprising, Janine. That's exactly. the only way that's justified is if you are CEO of a banana company and you just don't have bananas with you. Yeah. That's the only way. I said, no, they were going bad. I didn't want to bring you bad bananas. I can't believe you didn't fucking bring the bananas. Now, let, me, let me ask you a question. This guy has some outside issues. Was this early in the morning? Because I like a banana early in the morning instead of a breakfast. Was it early in the morning? It was probably like, it was probably like 9, 9.30. Oh, man, that's banana time. I'm on his side. I got to be honest with you. You screwed so, this whole thing up. Wait, was this so in front best- of like a ton of people? No, this is driving on the Verrazano Bridge. <laughs> just the two of, just the two the of bridge, you? Just the two of us. I was going to say, leave me in Staten Island. <laughs> I would have said the Okay, same wait, wait. So now it's like an hour goes by, an hour 15. Not one word has been spoken. That is an awkward car ride. Awkward isn't the word. He said to me, do you have to go to the bathroom? Yep. We stop. He goes in the bathroom. You know what I did? Went and bought four bananas. (laughs) So when we got in the car, I threw a banana at him. (laughs) (laughs) All right. How do you take that? There's there's one of two things that you could have done. The first thing I thought of, and I was hoping you were going to say, is you got in his car and you took off because that would have been awesome. Yeah, oh, that, that would have been, been probably fantastic. the best. Yeah. Right? The other thing I didn't think of. I was of, thinking banana in a tailpipe. <laughs> the other in thing his tailpipe? In the, <laughs> uh, the car, but whatever, oh, okay. whatever gets you going. But the other thing I didn't think of is, I and you kind of alluded, I would have bought every single banana and put it on his seat. And so he came back to like 56 <laughs> bananas. <laughs> That would have been awesome. Oh, man. So what did he say when he got back and he saw the bananas? You should have just brought the bananas. What a dick. Okay. What the hell is wrong okay. with people? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You got the bananas an hour later. Come oh, my on. God. People, there's some people that just should not be leading a team of anybody. <laughs> and that guy is one of them. Oh, listen to this. One former employee at TMZ said they felt physically threatened by executives at TMZ and that they called them uh, fucking pieces of shit, fucking dummies, and fucking R-words a lot. And then said, you don't get an apology or or anything like that. They just pretend it never happened until the next thing that pisses them off happens, and then you get another angry outburst from them. This is like exactly what you're talking about. That's exactly what would happen. Oh my god! You know, in a place filled with cameras, I, I want to see some footage. How you know? How was the like, camera rolling on any of these things? Someone but, had like, to record something, right? I know it's an office, and not everybody has cameras going all the time. But this place is like built on footage. Cameras. <laughs> Let's get some footage out here. Come okay. on. Okay. 
It's weird. On that note. It's weird, though. And yeah, we got to wrap up. It's weird, though. Um, but people, I feel like we're in an age where people can actually record this more than ever. But people are afraid to do that. I've seen this firsthand. I've seen, I've had somebody hand me a phone with something really not great on it. Not horrible, but not great. And I go, okay, you have it. Why don't you take this person to, t I'm not saying go to the media, but I'm saying take this person to task on what they're doing, which is wrong. And they were like, no, nah, I don't want to cause any trouble. It's really weird how pe some people, which, which is I know someone who recorded something. Yep. Really? Mm-hmm. Were they able to and use she it? Yep. So. It's super it's important. But there's a lot of people that will take abuse in the workplace for years because they feel yeah, it's sad. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It really yeah, it's not. It's not cool. There's because, you know, uh, the bosses or the people that are doing it, they feel they can get away with it. And it's intimidation. Oh, and, mm -hmm. you know, it makes the person who's getting yelled at or whatever or abused makes them feel like if they come forward, they're going to get in more trouble. And it's going to be a big thing. And, you know, they don't want to cause a huge situation right. i mean i'm looking at those bananas now frank and i'm sweating i can never look at the banana <laughs> should i, the should I get rid again. of them yeah that's a little offensive Wait. that you hung bananas frank. come on now i mean really frank you knew janine was going to tell this story today look at where the <laughs> camera for... you knew janine was going to yeah. tell this story yeah, you had to do the... i mean we'll come on you knew it you just had to hang it up in my face are those dull I'm bananas sorry, they're gone now they're gone are those they are chiquita they are Chiquita. Why did you buy me Dole Bananas? Can you name another you banana son? company besides Dole Bananas or Chiquita Bananas? No. Uh, the only other banana companies I know come from The Simpsons. I don't even know if they're real. I bet oh, you he would have gotten pissed if, if that you didn't have the proper brand banana, Janine. That's probably something that he would have done. Oh, definitely. Or it would have been at, not at the right stage of ripeness, and that would have been your fault. When I tell you that they were brown, gross. Sorry. I bought them like on a Saturday. No, Friday I bought them. And I think we went away on a Thursday. Now like, did, come on. Would he have would he have been mad to have bad bananas? Like if you handed him a bad banana, would he have been equally as annoyed? Like do you think you would have gotten that screaming no matter what? Um he wouldn't have eaten it. So I, I don't know. I just think that he was pissed off that I didn't bring the bananas, and he told me to. I'm not bringing bad bananas. I'm not lugging the, disgusting I'm sure. bananas around. You know what, Janine? You're a person of integrity. You're a person of integrity who I respect. You will not have a bad banana on your watch, and I, I could appreciate that. I really can. <laughs> and this couldn't have been the straw that broke the, the camel's back. I'm sure he flipped out on other things Oh yeah. in your, your time there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all these, I, we can go back to all your former employers, and they can say what they will. But I'm sure they won't be like, you know what? She always had bad bananas around, which is the one thing we know about Janine. I'll be honest she with you, Frank. I mean, since Janine joined the podcast, have we ever had a bad banana? Look what you, you got a whole pile of. Great I've got a whole bunch there. here. There's uh, seven awesome bananas here. See, I'm gonna call you. I'm, I'm gonna call you the banana queen, Janine. Banana Thanks. queen, Janine. I like there you it. go. Yeah. Anthony on air with Janine Banana Queen Janine. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't know what's better. But you know what? 
I actually have to step out because oh, I hear yes. some we gotta go. This was screen. a lot of episode. Oh, by the way, uh, TMZ categorically denies all of this. They say none of this of is true. Um, yep. So this will be an ongoing. But BuzzFeed, they have asked in this article publicly to contact them, tips.buzzfeed.com, if you have more information. So they are ready to sink their little teeth oh, in. Oh, God. I'm submitting my banana story. There you go. I don't think they'll find it relevant, but good luck. We'll see. <laughs> okay. All right. That is it for us. We'll see you on the next episode. AnthonyOnAir.com has all our details and information. <laughs> Frank Scredit, get into a fresh pile of bananas. We will see you. that whole thing in your mouth. On the next episode. <laughs> that's, that's how you got ahead at work. Bye. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details.